Alrighty, welcome everyone to episode number three of VR Jungle. As you all know, my name is Matt Geralt, or Geraltsy, through uh, most game platforms and the Discord. Over here I have Greg um, Corman. He is uh, one of the devs over in Larsenots, and uh, pretty much he's going to take it from here and do a way better spiel than I would probably do. Sure, yeah. Hey, Matt. So, um, yeah, like you said, my name's Greg. I, uh, I'm one of the founders of Impulse Gear. We've created Larsenot, which we're going to talk about today, and we also created Farpoint for PSVR in 2017. And, uh, yeah, just happy to be on the show, and, uh, yeah. Awesome. So, um, you say that, I always see you guys have Impulse Gear as your main um, tagline and stuff. So, is that like... Yeah. Um, a publisher is that your full thing that's going to be publishing like multiple games or like how does that work right so i mean this comes down to how you run a company so th that's the company name mm -hmm. and uh typically what we've done is more uh just straight game development so creating like a for example farpoint was actually published by sony yeah so we weren't the publisher for that we were just the game developer for that mm -hmm. um whereas sony is the one who published it and put it on all the stores and did marketing for it um but with larsenots we we're the publisher as well so impulse gear is doing the publishing as well as the game development on that one yeah so so it's kind so, of a mix. so do you have people that work specifically in the Larsenot's name and then some people that work specifically in the Impulse name or is it just still just a whole general community like a uh, company? No, so we're actually pretty small. Um, oh. we're, we're a fairly small company and we all generally work on the same game at the same time. We, uh, mm -hmm. um, we generally work on one large game at a time. So for example, Larsenot's would be a large game for us and we all, we all work on it together and, um, we're a fairly lean company in that way where mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of overhead in terms of managers or, uh, uh, like I said, I'm one of the founders, but I still do programming on the game all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm working in the code base with everybody else. And, um, and we all do. There's, there's nobody on the team that doesn't work directly on the game. So, yeah. um, yeah. it's a very small team, <clears throat> like tight knit team like that. And, um, and so, we at like Impulse Gear, the company, will, you know, we made Larsenots and we'll yeah. continue to make other games in the future. But, yeah. Uh, but the 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 team itself will will generally work on the the um, whatever the major game is at the time, and we're still focusing on Larsenots right now. And mm -hmm. you see, uh, like, as you, as you know, we've got a big update coming soon. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure we'll talk a little about later, but oh, uh, I'm very excited yeah, for it. Yeah. All, all working on that. Yeah. Yeah, I know little bits and pieces from here, and uh, like I even have some people on my actual Larsenauts team that actually were part of the playtesting, and they're eagerly waiting for the uh, the NDA to be completely thrown out so they can bring, like I know um, Contra, he has content that he has scheduled to be sharing. He's like, I need this to go, I, w I want this to happen, to be great. Um, so from the game, but so you said you're a founder of, of Impulse Gear, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how long ago was that? Like, what what was your passion to even even get yourself into something like that? Ooh, um, so well, we started Impulse Gear in what twenty fifteen. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while now. Yeah. Um, and uh, we started it uh, because we wanted to make VR games for core gamers. It was it's always kind of the the passion of ours. Um, yeah. Well, making so I, I've had a career in making games. Uh, I started at Electronic Arts uh, a long time ago, um, making games like Need for Speed. And uh, uh, then I went to um, actually moved down here to California. Mm -hmm. we're, we're all based in California yeah. and worked in, in the mobile space for a little while. And um, I always wanted to start a company. And it's, it's always been something that I wanted to do where, you know, working with other people who really want to make games yeah. and, and wanted to be involved in that uh, that side of it, where it's the business side as well as the game development side. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, actually, Seth, my co-founder, yeah. he had this yeah. great idea uh, for the uh, for the aim controller, which we've talked about a lot. I mean, mm -hmm. on, on Farpoint, we, we pitched the idea of the aim controller along with uh, the game Farpoint. And, yeah. Um, and so it was really early on, but uh, when 
Seth had this idea before we really started the company. And, um, and we talked about it and he kind of showed me what he was thinking. And, you know, you put the headset on and you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was really the, the idea right there. It was like, okay, we got to start the company, make a game and uh, make the jump to, to, to really turn this into a reality. And that was, yeah, 2015 must've been 2015 yeah. or late 2014. Yeah. Around there. <laughs> it's a while ago now, but, uh, so how far yeah. after that did you guys start developing Larsenauts? Well, so we've only been developing Larsenauts for about a, a year and a half. Well, I guess maybe almost, yeah, a year and a half or, or so maybe yeah. two years now, probably a year and a half. Um, so, uh, during that time, we yeah we, we made Farpoint. We did a couple of DLC for Farpoint, mm -hmm. and we did some exploration. And then we really decided on what we wanted to do next, which was which was Larsenauts. Yeah. So who who had the, the great brilliant uh, idea that came into a meeting one day and said, "Hey, let's kind of make a hero shooter game." And like everyone's just like, "Oh wow, like this is great." And like, did you yeah. have any worries since you know? Um, it has been done before. It is a category of game, you know, like um, Overwatch and then Paladins, and there's multiple like that. But, like, besides sitting yourself in VR space, which is the reason why I love this game so much is because I was a huge fan of those games. Been playing in VR, it was nuts. And so the concept of that is really great. Um, so, like, who, who just, like, hey, let's go ahead and do this and start developing this? <laughs> So it's it's almost always a team uh, effort and a team uh, um, that comes to exactly what it is we're going to build. And um, we we finished Farpoint, um, and it actually had some online play. We we did um, I think when we launched it had co-op, mm -hmm. um, but then uh, after. Our, was it a first update or a second update? I think we we added one v one, so there was a little bit of competitive uh, uh, gameplay in Farpoint, and you know that was some of the funnest stuff in Farpoint. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, I love I love the storyline, but I, I I think the 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 co op mode. Uh, so you, when you're there fighting alongside someone, or you hop into the the one v one, was really cool, and it's awesome to see someone in VR like. You know, yeah. when they move their head yeah. and when they move their arms, you're like, that's definitely a human on the other side of mm -hmm. this. You can't, you're not faking that with AI. Yeah, no. And, um, yeah, you can just tell. And and that was always really cool. But 1v1 isn't great. You know, it's 1v1 yeah. is so limited. Which is crazy so, because uh, um, Blaston, our, uh, I think that's what it's called, it's 1v1 and it's working great. It's right. kind of weird. Right. And you can do it. I mean, that's it's, it's awesome. But the, um, we always, saw that as like um the 1v1 in farpoint as being something that we really wanted to take further and uh so we just wanted to focus on something multiplayer and the co-op was working great so playing along with with someone else and then um the the pvp nature of it was awesome so we, it was kind of a uh what do we want to do we want to take this this uh, PVP, this yeah. co-op stuff in, in VR, and and make something new. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the the hero-based shooter portion of that it actually didn't come right away. We started off with like just um, creating these characters that could kind of do a bunch of these interesting abilities, yeah. um, and just developing the abilities to figure out what this game was going to be like. Because yeah. when you start off with a game, you don't always know exactly what's what it's going to be like, mm -hmm. and um, we knew we wanted to have these these uh, these really fun and um, different abilities. Yeah. Um, but we didn't know right away that it was going to be a, a hero shooter. Yeah. Um, but the, like after the first couple of characters, they had just these really unique abilities, and they were really fun to play with. And I'm like, no, no, this is definitely going to be hero shooter. Yeah. Uh, we we have to like lean into that more make make more of these characters because it's just awesome mm -hmm. how, how they're how they're different and it's fun to play as as these different characters instead of just you know one role right um you can you can easily get into a, a situation with some of these games where you um where you may not have the variety in uh in the abilities mm -hmm. um which can be cool i mean like 
you play soccer. Yeah, yeah. Soccer is a great game. Yeah. Obviously, it's a massive game, um, and you do have different positions, but generally everybody has the same same uh, skill set. They, you know, kick balls. They, <laughs> they do all that stuff. Yeah. But you know, uh, the hero shooter idea where you can have these, you know, fantastical abilities like you can dash, you can yeah. power slide, you can teleport, like all that stuff. Um, it was just so, it's like super fun to do, and we wanted to just push that further and further. So it, it just made sense to make that that uh, hero shooter. And um, one of the things we really love about it, and mm-hmm. I think this is just common in all hero shooters, is is the um, the co-op side of things <laughs> has always been really big. I, I mean, that's my favorite part of playing online, yeah. playing with other people, is playing with other people, like playing on the same team as them. And uh, and the way that these characters will um they complement each other right and yeah. you got to figure out what's going to be yeah not just your play style but what's going to play well with your your teammates mm-hmm. and, um and so i i think that's just the just really fun and and uh uh the whole team was just really excited to make something like that where we could we where we could make it uh, a real choice to figure out what that team composition would be and, and how it was going to you know, yeah, min-max for sure. And so you said you were yeah. these characters were made first, right? And so I would love, like, I would love for you guys to maybe push out illustrations of like preforms of what these characters were, like almost like a sketchbook. Like, like uh, I remember when they were making the game Anthem. Even though Anthem didn't do very well, I was an enthusiast of it for the longest time. And they had this book of all the art in it because it was a, a beautiful game. It just wasn't, it was before its time on certain things. Needed more time, something with it. You know, they just pushed it out. But they had this lovely book of how they were building and and designing each character and, like, the stages it went through. And so I think that'd be cool. But it's kind of interesting that your guys' game, since it's VR, and a person's actually in the skin of that character, like, have a character like Vod, I don't don't think it can be done in any game unless it's, like, a 2D PC game. Like, I know there's some punching motions in PC, like uh, like some MOBA games. But other than that, in an actual game, I don't think anything punches physically. But I, I've heard so many stories of you playing with somebody, they start punching, all of a sudden you hear them go right into a wall, and it's like, oh, no. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's the one of the fun things in VR, is like getting the physical motion into it, right? Um, and that's, that's how shooters are. Like, I mean, that's... I think why shooters work so well in, in VR as well is because you um, you can really naturally like look around mm-hmm. and aim around at the same time, and a lot of people don't really get that when they're when they're just looking at someone play a shooter. Yeah. Um, but the ability to to like shoulder check essentially while still going in one direction, like like ready position, gun up in in this position, mm-hmm. and still just like check around without uh, you know moving your whole world view around with yeah. the keyboard and mouse yeah. or with the twin sticks. I don't, I don't want to start a PC <laughs> console war, but uh, oh, you yeah. know, there, there's, um, there, it's just, a, it's a different thing and, and it's, uh, it's really cool. Um, but yeah, getting those VR interactions, like you're saying, like the punching in there, mm-hmm. or just uh, when we're laying the traps around and trying to, trying to get more and more of that, that VR, yeah. uh, uh, specific things you can only do in VR mm-hmm. uh, is really fun and, and something that we're we're excited about doing more of. Yeah, that's very interesting. And you don't have to worry about a war. I'm actually part of a group called uh, VR and Pancakes. Uh, it's a huge streaming group. So sometimes I'll, I'll be on an actual person that plays PC. Like Pancakes just flat, like flat screen uh, PC, yeah. stuff like that. And so um, it's surprising there's not really much of a war in that discord between like what's better or not. I think just people know VR is on the rise. And uh, so when you get, so yeah, it is. It's so different. Like, yeah. um, I've I've been playing VR for a year now. Before, like when I got when I put my first headset on, I did, the only reason why I got it is because I couldn't get a PlayStation Five. Because at that time, they were just <laughs> yeah. so I couldn't. I go, you know, I want something new. And mm-hmm. my buddy was always bragging about how awesome it was. I go, like I've told this people all, all the time. I thought it was still red and blue stuff where things just pop out at you. And and I put that thing on. I'm just like, oh. Oh no! This is definitely the future. Like this is nuts, and so that's why like I started creating it, like my esports organization stuff like that. I go, I want to start competing in this. I want to get heavy into it. Um, so like, did you guys? 
was there any fear when you guys were making this game? You're just like, what if VR just like is a is just a fling for a little bit and dies out? Like you had to go with the rise, just like, hey, we're shooting, we're gonna throw a dart in somewhere and it's got to land on a bullseye. And you you guys think you are, are getting that now? I mean, that's the thing with with VR or with any business or with any uh, any endeavor. Like you you got to look at um, this was a project, and any most games they do take at least a year to make and this game is yeah. no different and so you're always looking a year or two out or five years in some cases yeah with some games um so you're never sure where the industry is going to be but i think what we we've done as a studio is just look at um virtual reality when we first started was very very small mm -hmm. and uh and as a company and as a as a industry it's just grown and grown and grown and with the quest and the Quest 2 um, headsets, just, you know, lots and lots of sales uh, for, for those. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just this industry now that's that's there and ready for, it's just wants content, like like Larsenauts, like uh, these these bigger games. And um, and so we're just happy to be part of it. And it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's something that we're really excited about too. Yeah, just being there. Yeah, so um, you guys are still considered an indie game, right? Um, since you guys are self, but it brought into and it, it independent, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you guys uh, probably on the bigger side for for most of the VR games, but yes, we would be consistent. Yeah, consider it's kind of weird because like a lot of the indie games, I only find on like side quests and stuff like that, and you guys have made it into the quest store, and um, yeah. but so like I, I never even know this, but like people that are in the indie side of things, right? Are you guys are you guys looking to be bought by like Facebook or something like that? Like, is that something you guys look forward to, or is like I don't know how that works. Like, is that a big thing, or is like you try and stay away from that type of uh, grasp? Well, it's I think it's it's interesting because um, everybody probably starts companies for different reasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, I would imagine that every single person that you ask that question, every every business owner yeah uh, game developer that's that uh, that starts a game company game development studio probably has a different answer oh yeah but, i can um, see that for sure for for us it was always um you know we started the company because we wanted to make great games yeah um, and we specifically want to make great games for for vr and for core gamers in vr because when we started the company they're, they're that just didn't exist. There yeah. was uh, a couple of demos. There was, um, uh, you know, small to other games or, or things like that. But um, that just didn't exist. And so we, we, that's what we really like doing. So so we just want to keep doing that. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the that's the game plan. We we uh, we had this great partner with Sony um, when they were uh, uh, when we were working on Farpoint with them. Yeah doing the PSVR side of things. And, um, you know, I think there's, uh, there's a lot of opportunity in, in the quest side of things as well. Like, like we were just talking about how it's growing. Yeah. Um, but like specifically looking for an acquisition. Um, I know when you think of tech companies, everyone's always talking about, Oh yeah, you start a tech company and then you sell it and you yeah. do your thing. It's like, well, sure. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's what, a lot of tech companies do but i think game companies can be kind of different in that way where yeah uh, as that. long as we keep being able to make awesome games and mm -hmm. put them out that's that's what we want to do yeah i know it's passion uh, yeah that's our goal yeah <laughs> so yeah i totally so get that uh, yeah. um so you have to build the game right so was there like any formality of an alpha beta stages or was it only you guys doing it yourself was there ever like uh, a group of say a hundred people on a panel just like saying hey um this is the way i want to do it. are you guys completely were like oh no we're just gonna do the beta testing we get to the point where we want it and release it uh, that's a good question about how you yeah how you develop games um because it was interesting too like i think you, you also look at um uh when you start a game um it's it's just too early. You like you you get the basics together. It's yeah. you you have to get the the players running around and shooting at each other and yeah. dying. And uh, we're, this is even before we're talking about like getting the abilities in there and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So you you have a fairly long 
period where you're in, um, you know, maybe there's a, a little bit of pre-production where you're you're figuring out what what the game is actually going to be, and then the production where you're yeah, developing, you know, the full roster of characters, yeah, um, and all the maps. Um, and then there's this period at the end where, like, maybe you hit alpha, and and this is when you start bringing in outside, you have basically everything complete, and you're and just finishing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then you lead up to the gold master is usually what we call yeah. for uh, you know the final version of the game. <laughs> and there's never a final version now with these these games like Larsons where they're online, but. Uh, most of that during COVID. <laughs> oh, okay. So, right, like, so we haven't been in our offices uh, for, um, well, I was there last week and I was, the, I was yeah. the only one there for most of it. Yeah. Um, but for a year and a half or two, maybe it's got to be actually two two years. I know I'm coming actually, up on know, two years. But, yeah, right. So just like you, yeah, um, uh, you know, California shut down yeah. and we all started from home mm -hmm. so uh you know it's been it was an it's an online game so we got to test out a lot of uh you know networking from from various different people's houses yeah that's very which interesting is you know you, you test uh you test the game in the office a lot and you have perfect like you know zero latency yeah <laughs> it's perfect. yeah but, um, but we actually got the the chance to test uh the game and you know develop the game when we're all working from home so that that was um that was pretty good and then we got you know you get play testers in we uh, usually like friends and family yeah. people that you can get to play the game and um and of course we you know we worked with oculus to get it onto the store and had qa and all of that stuff so there's, yeah there's a whole lot that goes into making games mm -hmm. and i think it's uh yeah like it is very interesting when to bring people in and, and how to do it yeah and especially sure. with covid going on um, getting those playtests was was really fun, and I think really important to to get everybody in there um, to to play the game before before we released. Yeah. Um, we uh, we also do we do playtests internally uh, every day. <laughs> so, yeah, but you're always well, in it. Yeah. Yeah, not on the weekends, but um, <laughs> but uh, every other day we uh, we're we're in there, and um, it's it's. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> and I think it's uh, it's you know I think it's a good little break there too to to get in there and play the game for a little bit. Yeah, um, because I know like Z Zenith right now. If you heard of that game, it's coming. It's going to be coming out. It's going to be. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a MOBA. I think it's just going to be an open world kind of uh, um, like Destiny. If you have like Destiny Two and right. stuff like that, it's going to be that type of version of VR. And so they're doing an interesting take on on theirs, which really fascinating because I don't think. I think I've seen maybe a couple models like this, uh, maybe in like the app play for like I, I do some play testing on some apps that are getting ready to come out. Um, so they started out with packages of like uh, so many tiers. This is what you are, and then by the time the game comes out, first of all you'll get to know what the game's all about. But they're starting people all the way out into the alpha stage, so people are seeing this game before it's probably not even close to what it's going to be, and they just get to be in there all the time and just sending them feedback. But it's like I think it's like 20, 30 bucks right off the back. And I don't know if it's like a monthly membership oh, wow. you're doing, but it's like constantly. And, and like, depending on where you are, there's like a supporting thing that you get in there. And there's like all the way up to where you'll just get a free copy of the game and maybe a shirt when it, and when the game actually comes out. And it's a very interesting thing. And I've heard people like, it's not very many people complain about it anymore because they know what they signed up for. They know they're in alpha. They know they're in beta. That You're going to be seeing things like that. And it really, I'm like, and so when you guys did this, like, um, was there any thought like of maybe doing that? You're just like, but you said you picked family and friends here and there, but, uh, um, do you think that maybe you would have had like been further along with development on certain things that you wanted when the game came out compared to them, like where you're all now, like, like right now you guys are on everything. Any, anytime there's an issue, I have not seen it not get fixed within like a couple days. But when you guys first uh, started out, there was like um, certain things that were um, things that need to be fixed, even though they got fixed pretty quickly. It, I noticed from in my perspective is like people in the population world, they're a very interesting breed of people right now. And they came in and I, they came back to me and they're just like, I'm not playing it. I'm just like, 
no, stop that. And then finally, I'm, you know, people are coming back. But, like, you think um, that if you had more people in the game beforehand, that it wouldn't have been having any type of issues whatsoever. Because I know for a fact, any game I've ever played, there's not going to be issues, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's always issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the... Um... When to when to release a game is really interesting, and what we did when we when we released the game, we um, we wanted to make sure that we had the amount of content that we thought was going to be uh, needed to support a game like this. And um, when I think you look at the the stuff that we, we we launched with, we we had eight characters, which which is I don't know, I feel like a lot of characters, uh, a lot of they're all very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, eight characters, four maps, uh, three different game modes. Um, each one of those characters has levels. They've got these mm -hmm. the power slates, which are completely change how you want to play with yeah, the characters. I definitely agree. Um, we had uh, we had daily and weekly quests. We had uh, you know you could play with you could you know invite people to do all the all this stuff. So I think the amount of content we had was um, you know I I don't know if if uh, like if you compare it to other VR games, I think we were actually well ahead of, yeah. uh, of what most people would have expected, and um, I don't think I don't think people really talked about that a lot, um, like how much content was in there. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple of things that we wanted to do when we made the game, um, and we're really a focus of, of what we were doing when we we're making the game, which was we want to make sure that this is a game that can bring new people into VR. <laughs> so, yeah. so we made a lot of decisions early on about how to, how to make um, some of our abilities, uh, some of the things that we were doing uh, really easy for people who play shooters, like flat game shooters, yeah. I like that you call them pancake games, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but like flat, flat games, uh, bringing those people into VR. So like very, very um, intuitive for someone to, you know, like pick up the controllers and, you know, hit the thumbstick to crouch, right? Mm -hmm. These are things that people just always, it's, it's established conventions on console. That's how flat games yeah. work. Um, so we wanted to make sure that that was a really easy transition for people if they're picking up VR for the first time and, and hopping in there. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's got all the VR stuff that you that you want to be competitive um, for for the people who've been playing VR for a long mm -hmm. time. Um, and you know, there were there were some there were definitely some choices that we we got hammered for. And I know uh, this is this is that you know the the, the arms running thing. Um, it was something where you know yeah we wanted to make it really comfortable for people and really accessible for yeah. people. Um, but there were people that had the like the the um, the people that had played a lot of VR got in there and were like, "This is different," <laughs> and they they didn't like that. They didn't like that it took away the the control of their hand. Um, people who played, you know, every single game. Yeah. Some influencers who played absolutely everything and. And uh, and so getting that feedback and and uh, being able to react to it, I was really happy that the team we were able to react to it so quickly and, and get uh, that they were looking for into the game. Um, but that you know that feedback did come pretty close to when we were going to launch, and it was a question of yeah, did we want to hold the game and not release it? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and you know, that that's a question. Yeah, you you can hold it, but then you yeah. you don't get more people in there. You don't get people playing. You don't. Uh, um, yeah, you get people you know, thinking that you get people thinking twice about what's going on with the game. Like they're gonna start double checking if it's worth, you know, getting into it and stuff like that. Well, and yeah, the the um, for the people new to VR, we thought it was a very good introduction to VR. So yeah. um, I see both sides of it, and I'm I'm just really glad that we. Uh, have been able to work with the community to get a lot of these features into the game and the ones that they're you can basically play the game how you want to now um, yeah no matter what it is if you want to uh, a lot of people still don't use the manual reload they go back to the automatic reload or the the style based reload yeah um, 
because they they like it better and like yeah i know some people love the manual reload and i actually use manual reload for a lot of things now um but uh but not everybody yeah not everybody does yeah so, and so giving those options yeah, and I totally see it. Like, and you guys also came out with a roadmap, which a lot of games usually don't do. They kind of just like drop it, and then they kind of make it a, a a featured item that they're just gonna bring in surprise people with. But you guys kind of had said, "Hey, from here until I believe December, right, going into next year, 2022, you have this." Uh, just to fall. Just to just fall. To fall we, okay. Yeah, we the 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 first roadmap we released was just going up until uh, this big. This big, the uh, one coming out in two days. Yeah, the one coming out. So yeah. So you think? Take a look at the roadmap. We got some big stuff coming soon. <laughs> yeah. So I know the thirtieth. You guys have a new game mode and a new character, and, um, and a new map. And a, yeah, a new map. And uh, so all this stuff, and then probably you're adding um, probably other features to other characters. Usually, what people, you know, I know you guys haven't done an update in I believe two weeks, right? Or it was like. A couple Fridays, ago, like maybe two Fridays ago, you guys seemed like we were, we were just guessing that you guys were waiting until the big update to kind of just massively just put it out there. Um, yeah. So you, you think this, not only this, but the game's also going on sale for a short brief time, right? Or it's, is it now? It just did. It just did. Um, it was last week. It was last Saturday. And is it twenty percent off? Yeah. Uh, Jeez, I'd have to look. <laughs> um, I, see, I I was I, to, I was told ten percent, and then I thought I saw twenty percent. So I was I was I didn't know if it was that. But do you think this update, bringing new characters, new map, new everything, and then also the percentage, you know, a little bit of the price drop. Do you is that like you think it'll bring more people back into like the community? Because I see the growth of it every day because I see the charts that people put out there, and you guys probably get a couple. I think like. Four to five thousand. Sometimes it was like ten thousand one day. You guys gained of players within your servers, and so do you think this will actually bring more people in with all of this happening? Are you guys going to have like a big commercial or something like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, with any with any big release, you you uh, you hope and expect that that people are going to pick up the game again, try it out, and mm -hmm. check out what's new because there is there is a lot of new stuff, and I think even just the the incremental things that we've been fixing over the past. Uh, um you know number of months um if people haven't checked the game out since we added like the uh the immersive update yeah, right we for sure we've changed a lot we've added a lot um if you are a vr hardcore fan and want to do all the manual reload and the immersive sprint all that stuff we've got all that stuff if you if you want to check out new characters that's coming soon right there's there's a lot of stuff and also just the tuning uh the the meta game is always changing a little bit so um i think there's always something kind of new for the people who are yeah um continuing to play as well as well as you know community the community is great and <laughs> i love i love the community yeah. you guys are you know doing a lot of cool stuff in there getting really good at the game we've had uh we do play tests um like you mentioned we we have the internal play tests going on mm -hmm. right now for the uh the update that's coming out yeah it's, it's really awesome to get you guys in there because you're you're very good uh, so, so yeah. having uh having you guys play with the devs mm -hmm. and uh and do that stuff it, we're doing that internally right now but we also want to do you back there you are i'm here am i here <laughs> you froze up for a second yeah well well hopefully it's still going well but um basically i was just saying that uh you know i i think uh Playing with the community is, is super fun, and mm -hmm. um, you know I want to want to do that more, and I can't wait for this update to drop so we can all yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, me too. Servers. I got the email to do it to be the play testing, and I was just like, send them all my information. I was just like, yeah, let me in this thing because I also yeah. I stream the game every night pretty much. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I can give you guys some content. And I never got an email back, and and it was like two of my people that are on my team got in. And I'm just like, what a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um the the other part is we uh you know we we got this update coming but we also have uh community events which i think we, we were just talking about before yeah. the show which are exciting yeah um so, so the first one was make a um an ad advertisement for the game and then uh that one i don't know who won that one um the second one was make a podcast. And this is even the main reason why I even do podcasts now is because I did a podcast um, 
with someone that's so much fun. Yeah, I had a, well, I used to do podcasts for Destiny of the Game, but it wasn't. Uh, it was only yeah. myself talking in a room, messing up a whole bunch of times, and then redoing it constantly. And I really enjoyed doing <laughs> it because it was just a fun little yeah. hobby thing I did. And so I, I did my first kind of podcast for that um, event with uh, his name's Complete Guarantee, and he's one of the people that will be creating tournaments and leagues once you guys have private lobbies coming out. So I talked to him about like what he thinks the competitive field of, of large nuts will happen. And I know um, just from the nature of games, when you guys do release private lobbies, it's probably going to push competitive people from other games are going to see this because I've been telling people this all the time and it's not, you know, biased or favoritism whatsoever because I do love the game. I and my the reason why I'm, I come play this game so much is it's probably going to be the most competitive game in VR and that's hands down because you have population 1 but it's a typical battle royale like you can only get so competitive with with a battle royale. There's no too much strategy and and not only that you're versing five other teams where um, it's very unpredictable. Unlike Lars Knots, it's a little more intimate playing with another team, and you know who they are. You know their play styles. You can watch video of them when they play. You can practice with them, and then you have to figure out how to beat them. You know, yeah. like that is the only reason why, like the game like Overwatch, which is you know similar to this, but it's a pancake game. It it's the reason why they haven't made an Overwatch too. It's because that format, that structure, is working so well, and it's like. Still to this day, it's a very competitive game. And so I see yeah. that in here. And so that's why I do podcasts now. And then someone from my team won. I think they had one of your voice actors on that did Arc L6, um, is the yeah. one who won that event. And then the one that's ending on Tuesday is you take a compilation of your character, of your favorite character, multiple characters, and then like just basically show everybody like, how good you are at the game is piled up. And I know yeah. they said like you have to put like sometimes you made mistakes, and I, I was like, man, it's so hard to to find a video I want to pull out of me making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those are so fun. Um, yeah, the first one was uh, the first competition I think was actually uh, showed show some tips on how to how to play the game. Um, doesn't have to be an ad. It was it was fun. There was a lot of great entries in that one. Um, but uh, yeah, this 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 one, this community event that's happening now is is awesome. I I think the highlight reels are really fun and yeah. And, uh, you said you're gonna use Kalima, right? You're gonna yeah. So do a highlight reel with her. Yeah. So right now I'm top five in the world with Kalimia, um, and uh, I've only used her unless um, if I'm like doing bad in a match, I will switch it off so I don't lose my notoriety. Um, but that's pretty much, I don't use any other character too much. I do have my secondary yeah. character, which is Bosun. Um, I, re oh, awesome. I really like her. Um, yeah. And then my third one. She's got a good character, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love her, uh, her. I like I like the voiceover so in the game. Yeah, so good. Because I didn't know what the name was one time, and I and she put the armor on, and it, it's it's um, Mecha. She said something oh, weird. Yeah. It's like a name. I'm just like, I've never heard her call that before. But yeah. you, there's a couple of clips where I have, uh, when you're going up to sea on the, the space map, where you're pretty much, you're on like a... Hazard pay. Huh? Hazard pay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hazard pay, yeah. And so when you're going up to uh, um, C, I think it's A or no, that's A. So you got A and you got B in the middle and you got C in the back. So I was going up to A and you have to go up into that little area where you just can fall off the freaking top of it. And I've fallen off that thing so many times. So I'll put probably a couple of clips of me falling off the edge there. Especially with Kalima, yeah. Yeah, because I, I dash so actually, much. Um, you can dash off and there's some spots where you can land mm -hmm. down below and you just can't get back up. I don't yeah. know if you've ever done that. I, I believe I have. I because And like when you're saying like how much you move around, like... You know, Kalima and then Ark are probably the fastest characters in the game. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, and so basically, like, when you're doing this, and you said, like, when it comes to immersion and stuff like that, like, it, it gets crazy. Like, if you're not used to VR, like, I could definitely be like, I wouldn't necessarily be dashing all around, spinning and stuff, because I'm a... I'm a free walker. Like I just walk around, spin around in real space in real time because oh, yeah. it makes my my head actually understand what I'm doing. And like I yeah. see people play with their thumbsticks and stuff, and playing with those characters spinning around like that, I would be I would be done within like. <laughs> I'd... Yeah. Well, there, yeah, and we like we were talking about with the stuff we released uh, at launch. Um, 
we actually had, um, I think all of the same comfort features we have now, which is pretty extensive, um, like smooth turn, snap turn, uh, the blinders, the vignetting, the, mm -hmm. uh, all, all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, it's part of that accessibility thing. We want to make sure that everyone can play. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like you were saying with the, with the private lobbies coming up, um, you know, we're, we're looking at releasing those in, 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 uh, you know, fairly bare bones form so we can get it out there and get yeah. you guys playing with it yeah. and, you know, see where it goes from there. But the, um, I'm really excited to see the, uh, the, the team comps, uh, there because, um, like we were talking about doing the internal play tests. We have a small team, so it's almost like we're, well, we know how each other play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like the, uh, like you were saying, oh yeah, you can watch a, a YouTube video of somebody play. So when you're coming up against them, you know yeah. what kind of tactics they're going to do. Well, we've played hundreds of games against each other now, and you know a lot about uh, how these people are going to yeah. play and then uh, getting in there and doing doing a match and then uh, getting you guys in there or like playing on live servers is just completely different because you, you have no idea what people are going to do. And, uh, and that's, it's just so fun. It's just awesome. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I love about just these like hero shooters, just the team comps, the strategies, the, the stuff you can do. Yes. Yeah. I definitely want to get into talking about that with you with what you get, what you're going to think, like what it's going to be like. But before we do that, I didn't have someone on the stream. They asked, do you know by chance off hat, um, what the player base is right now? Like the number is like the overall people that have the game and are, are in it. Like you, you guys have that, like, you know what it is. Have the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the number. Thousands of people yeah. have the game. Thousands and thousands have the game. And uh, I think last time I lo looked, it was like rimming like 80,000. It was something, maybe even higher than that. I know like, and maybe it's got to be way more than that because I know Population 1 and you guys are almost at the same now. And Population 1's been out coming up a year in October. It's only been a year for Pop 1? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a fun my team is um, actually putting together an event for that, and uh, I can't really release too much of it. I don't know because my uh, my co-owner he does the pop one side, and I just uh, yeah. do all the fun stuff. I don't even know what I do anymore. You, you just play. <laughs> you just no, I I do all the I do all the coding for the well, somewhat coding on the uh, like our website, and then I do all the Discord right. stuff and um, handle all of the social media. And do stuff like yeah. this, and and so he came up to me about the population one. I'm also getting way more involved with Larsnots, and I'll be trying to help some people uh, bring in like tournaments and and uh, league play for this game. So I'm kind of going more to this, and I said, hey, you can have population one. So every once in a while, I'll come to me with a wacky idea, and so we do have big news coming up for our esports organization. And he gave me one crazy idea that might come true, but I when it when I see it, it I'll. I'll believe it, but it's one of those type of things. So, um, going from from what I was saying about the competitiveness, right? Um, what do you think that's going to be like um, overall? Because I think the number one thing I know when you release um, privates is for someone to successfully have a tournament and get people hyped up about it, they have these things called um, shoutcasters who are just a fly on the wall watching an right. overview. Um, yeah. I don't know how much you can talk about it, but is it going to be a feature that you think will be in there right away, or is it going to be something you're going to try and build in later? That's definitely something that would come later. Not right away. Um, the It's like a spectator mode. That's kind of the, the idea there. Someone who's not, um, probably not, like they don't have a body, they just just a camera, right? Yeah, yeah. To um, we can fly around and spectate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's something that um, we definitely like to do. Um, yeah, the, it doesn't fall into the. Uh, uh, it would be it would be a, an, an amount of work for us to do it. Yeah, uh, so that you can reliably join the right server, do all that stuff. Yeah, and, and so I certainly see the value of it, but we wanted to make sure that we're not holding out some of these features mm -hmm. until we get everything we wanted to get you know get the first piece out there to you guys you yeah know, start setting up those those uh tournaments start setting up the the private lobbies um so you can you know 
check out the check out what it's like to, to run one of these even though you don't have the ability to maybe um have a have another spectator to to do the, yeah and there's ways around it there's yeah. definitely ways around it it's usually typically you have yeah. someone streaming in the game and they have a shoutcaster right. sitting outside just flipping between the, their channels and stuff and watching it that way yeah to give them that type of uh a player-based a kind of look of how what's that's going instead of saying hey here's your spreadsheet at the end of it and then people you know it's not it's not very uh um intuitive um, it's just like yeah there's a spreadsheet they won good job but you actually get to you right. actually get to it also helps the people in the teams build a a, a fan base too is basically what happens it's like you see someone playing a character against another top character and then they go they have like a one-on-one -on -one battle at a moment and you get to see that and you're just like oh wow and the next thing you know you yeah. see it happen again and the whole entire tide just flips it's just like it's going to be really interesting to watch that um but i can definitely see yeah. that oh well, yeah i want to see the um like the the multi view at the same time where where you've got the two people's view um on the stream at once yeah uh when they're facing off that'd be cool yeah and so there's like a lot of things when it comes to this that we're still talking about like uh um like I, the biggest question when it comes to when these people run these tournaments is if we're going to allow power slates like mm. mm -hmm. there there might be options where we might have power slate tournaments and then there'd be one where you just go bare bone like let me see what your character can do with no addition the only the only addition that you can yeah. we cannot stop is someone being a level 20 you know which does right. give someone a slight advantage not too much but the only reason why this is um a question and like don't get me wrong the power slates will are are a great idea and it can, can definitely flip something because if someone is doing a certain character in a combination with like a chi and a vod then you might want a like a level five health slate over that or like with my Clemia, there's a there's a level five slate for um Emporal rift which makes that thing last a very long time and so you got things like that but when it comes to new players coming in and wanting to enjoy competitive play right. um they can't do that they cannot come out right. play for a month and then expect to run with some of the top people in the game you know unless we take away those slates yeah no there's um there's certainly uh you know at launch we're, we're like i said pretty bare bones but there's there are ideas like no power slates uh, the level cap all that stuff um i think the the idea certainly is to um make it so that the the private lobbies are set up to allow for really competitive play like that um and that's yeah that's totally the intention behind it so um it'll come in time mm -hmm. it's not it's not nothing ever is going to be uh you know all the features there at, at start we want to make it so that it's it's something that we can start playing with and then start adding these features as we go yep um but yeah i think power slaves yeah absolutely a, they're they're a piece of the puzzle there um and like you said the the power slates are a are a choice um mm -hmm. and getting the the right one for the right situation is definitely a choice so it'd be a question of like do you do you allow all of them maybe there's like a maybe say there's there's yeah no power slates allowed or, yeah. or it's like um um maybe you could do something like uh uh only level one power slates i don't know we have to see what, what yeah. we want to do there but i think there are um, because you get two power slate slots as well, right? Um, so there's there's definitely some questions there when you're looking at competitive play. How you wanna how you wanna handle that? Yeah. So that's one of the things that we're still yeah. trying to figure out on like yeah. that end, and it's it's more of what's fair to the general public instead of someone because the way you guys have the is everything's based off RNG. And you know, I even still to this to this day, I know people that have had the game for a month or two months. They don't even have all the characters yet, and so it's like, what's what's fair for that those people that? Sorry, you just don't have the luck of the draw, and like, or the time because I know, you know, I work eight hours a day, I work out for two hours, and then I play the game, you know, for a couple hours every night. Mm -hmm. Compared to some kid that you know goes to school or during summer. Like when the game came out, you know, right before summer, 
And they got to do all of that while I was sitting at home working. And this, they have some crazy slates, and I'm just, like, sitting there. So we just have to find what's fair for the general public when, when running these things. Because if not, yeah. then it won't be fun for people. Like, a level level 5 yeah, health so slate for VOD is, is unbearable. Like, he is a tank at that point. <laughs> that's what he was like before the before he nerfed him. Now, I know, like, jeez. I, so I can yeah. I can handle one now, but there's yeah two like you gotta learn them. Yeah, you definitely have, have to learn them. We, I mean, we get we get a lot of questions about VOD because he's so he's he's if you don't know how to deal with a VOD, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like he seems impossible to kill. Yes, he's not. Yeah, learn is. You learn his weaknesses. It's it's not that bad, but um, yeah, I'll be I'll be having, I'll be adding a video where I took down two and and one thing. One was yeah. running away and I killed one, and then um, not to toot my own horn, but I'm probably one of the best drop shots in the game. Where no one does it, I don't know why they don't do it, but I'll drop on people, and he's trying to punch me, and so when he was trying to go for my head, I would drop down, and when he goes <laughs> down, I'd pop back up at him. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're. Um... You're playing as Kalima, you can take him out, no problem. Oh, yeah, no problem. Like I said, um, there's like two or three people that I play with, I see all the time, that have level 5 health slates. And um, I have to keep my distance far away because yeah. if he grabs me, it, I'm, it's one punch and I'm done. Because mm -hmm. And there's only been a few times where I've been successful. to, And usually when I see something like that, then I usually... I up my rift, or I tell a chi to come with me, and I use my. Uh, there's a boost for Kalimia where um, every slate you get, um, if a chi is using the gun on you, you get actual more health from the chi. And so that one's a good one as long yeah, as you have a chi that knows what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah. I do like that one. So there is, there's like, you, even me talking about this, like, we're already thinking about ways to do this, but even to this day, like, yeah. I get maybe a, a Kalimia slate like maybe once a week, if that. And other other than other than that, then it's just RNG. And a lot well, of there people. There are a lot of slates too. Yeah, there's a lot. And right now, nobody's open yeah. boxes right now. And that's what I was going to ask you. I don't know if you could tell me this, but it'll definitely change the factor if I open up a box or not. Are your boxes yeah. preset RNG? So the the way it's going to the way it works is if you this the boxes that you open now you, you you should go ahead and open all your boxes okay is that okay is that what you're um, saying because we're waiting yeah, for that new slates we're waiting for the new character we're waiting for the slates so yeah. you're saying yeah. that the boxes that we have now the coding is not structured to have that character or slates in it yeah you can you can go ahead and open the box <laughs> yeah because i i know games that do that and i know games that don't do that and i told people I go, you guys are saving a lot of boxes, and I know how companies work when it comes to their coding stuff. And I go, it's going to be two or the other way. And then someone's like, yeah. well, it doesn't hurt to just save them. And I go, I get it. But I go, I want to find the answer. And that's why I, I just remember that. I'm like, oh, yeah, i got to ask him that. <laughs> yeah, there's um, – um, yeah, I can't talk too much about what's coming up. But, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, the, the, we are making a couple of changes. Um and uh yeah i just can't talk too much <laughs> but uh you'll find out in a couple of days yeah uh, it's coming up close we're, we're really close oh i'm i'm to, very excited like new character um are you allowed to maybe tell me um how many characters you guys plan on ending up with or is it kind of an unlimited number right now you just don't know what's a perfect yeah we don't we don't have a, a limit i mean the 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 key with the characters um we want to. We just want to add more and uh, add more roles because the, um, like whenever we're adding a character, we're looking at like, what what niche are they going to fill? How are they going to how are they going to fit with the rest of the roster? And um, I think there's a lot we can do still. So yeah, uh, it's just looking at at um, where we go from there, um, and uh, you know even potentially this is something we've thought a lot about. Um, and you know we want to get closer to this is being able to have character limits. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure people have talked about. I know I, I've watched people talk about this on Discord. Uh, I know this is something where um, we're like we're on Discord all the time. We're reading all the stuff that comes through. But yeah. uh, the but the the seeing the discussions happen there certainly help us um, 
and uh, you know, looking at the the idea of you know having character limits or like at least some sort of loose class limits mm -hmm. um, will be will be really good uh, for the future too. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, there's there's um, there's no limit to the number of characters we could create. It's just looking at um, yeah adding more yeah there's more, so many more. things that i want to ask you about this and like so it comes out in two days right uh four four it's on the 30th that's four days four days now. okay i think the nda ends on tuesday right is that what that ends okay so the nda ends on the 20th that's why i got that in in there and that's when we're finally yeah. going to see these videos and talk about it um yeah. so i'm going to just hold back and just you know be a kid on christmas day waiting um to find out what it's all about, but uh, um, we already know what the new game mode is, right? Like people, that's I don't, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if that's I don't think that's been announced. Okay, because <laughs> so. I don't know if that was if that was public or not. Because I know no. I get certain information from like emails and stuff when it comes to like doing testing. That I don't know how much is out of there. Um, yeah. So, huh? That's gonna be. I'm very interested. I'm man. <laughs> That's why when like yeah. you were talking about yeah, it, no, I, yeah, we, unfortunately we can't talk too much about it. But I, I, I am very excited to do that and to play with people, um, because yeah, I, you know, we've been playing internally. It's a lot of fun, um, and uh, I think it, it shows off the team comps really well. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's yeah. probably where we have to leave it. <laughs> but but yeah, it's uh, it's. Um, yeah, it, it shows off the team comps. Yeah, and it's kind of it, um, kind of worries me though with the slates and everything that um, the, I, the new character might get looked past because you know you'll have to get slates for it. So the only people I really see really using it. No, I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so at all. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, because my yeah, the, the, so the thing about the the game and with the slates and the reason we built it this way, like with the the quests and everything, mm -hmm. we want people to play all the characters and get get good at all the characters because there is so much there and i think by learning one character um you learn how to play against that character yeah too. so mm -hmm. um i have no doubt in my mind that we are going to release this character and people are going to say that that character is the most overpowered character because they said it about all the characters so uh, but once you start playing with it, you'll learn the weaknesses, uh -huh. you'll learn the strengths, and that's the key to the game. You gotta, you gotta be good at all the characters if you want to be. Yeah. Um, like you don't have to be the best at all the characters. Mm -hmm. but you have to be good at all the characters to be, you know, top of your game. Um, so. Oh, I just had yeah, a thought I don't in my head. Gonna stop you. I just had a thought in my head. I, was, I just forgot what I was gonna say. Um, one thing I do want to ask you is: so right now, um, everything is based off of notoriety, right? Um, do you guys well, there's there's two tracks. There's share the hall and there's notoriety. But if you're yeah. talking about like yeah. the but you yeah, the So basically like are you gonna have win loss ratio, um KD, anything built like that? Because right now it's kind of uh, interesting getting these younger people coming in that have time to build notoriety. I do understand there is progression for notoriety where it goes one fifty to three fifty to four fifty. Um, yeah. And so that is, no, you'll definitely, you'll, you'll cap out. I mean, if yeah, you, you have to, you get a big box, you cap out. Like, well, no, it's also just, um, the, the scales change. So as you're playing, um, when you start playing the game, if you win a game, you get, I'd have to look uh, but like, let's say you get 10 notoriety to win the game. If you lose a game, you yeah, lose, or you actually is. still get two <laughs> uh, early on. Um, you still get notoriety even if you lose games. Yeah. But yeah. as your notoriety bracket, your your score target goes higher and higher, um, you'll start winning games and you'll get notoriety. But if you lose games, you lose notoriety. Mm -hmm. So it, it kind of balances you into a spot where you're, um, you know, uh, it turns into a skill-based uh, number after a while uh, it, it's it won't be the amount of time you spend playing um you will you will almost certainly hit a at a, hit a point where it's like to get higher you have to either start playing with more teams more doing more um you know you know get better at other characters yeah there's, there's a lot to do there but yeah it's uh 
Yeah. Yeah. So you, you guys, uh, <laughs> yeah, have, yeah I, know, I know that. It's not just a grind. Okay. And so, but like, um, do you guys ever like plan on giving full points for winning the match? Because I noticed there is no re- like winning an actual match, right? There's no actual no. physical notoriety given, and I, that right. kind of like like maybe like a hundred or something, like even fifty to a hundred, just for winning the game, you know. Sure. Um, just to have some type of, um, reason for like, Hey, I won the game. I get this notoriety. And like, there's sometimes where if you're running with a good team and, uh, like when you're playing, I call it domination cause it's in my head for everything. But the one where you capture the flags, right? The, the zone. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember the name. I just call it domination cause of call of duty. I've been calling it all my life. So. Refuel? Yeah. Refuel. No, it, no you're right. Or is that the game? Yeah, <laughs> refuel, because uplink yeah. is with the ball, refuel is um, fuel, fueling the yeah. points. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That one right now, like, before it was Team Deathmatch. Like, I couldn't get Team Deathmatch unless I cared about myself and still everyone's kills. Right. And uh, right. you guys fixed it, and now it runs really smoothly. Like, that's awesome. And mm-hmm. But the thing now is that uh, it's hard to get points, especially when a team's running together. Is because unless you know, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but if you're on a refuel point, and if you kill someone single-handedly, you have a chance of getting 90 points. Yeah, you get more points if you kill people when you're defending. Yeah. Yeah. It, and and if you capture it, and if you there's a bunch of ways to get points. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I think the the notoriety system is is interesting is that it is we've built it to reinforce the game mode and. You know, it's it's constantly evolving. We're always, you know, changing bits and pieces here and there. But the idea is we want to we want to reinforce the game mode yeah. objectives. Yeah. Um, so if you're playing well, uh, playing um, playing to the to the objectives, um, you should do well in notoriety. Um, and then, yeah, even if your team's not uh, cooperating in the in the best way, you still have an opportunity for you to, you know, really help your team um and you know yeah push that push that uh that objective uh, as much as you can so yeah and there's some games like if you're all evenly matched like we'll all be shy you know and so like i just feel like sometimes a win like when we get a win it would just that little boost would sometimes give us all what we wanted (laughs) right i mean uh, the notoriety system is still certainly something that um you know we're we're still gathering feedback on Mm -hmm. something that we're excited about adding more to but uh yeah but yeah, I I think we've we've um, we've heard a lot of ideas about what we can do with it, and I think it's about continuing to monitor it and see what happens when we get to this, um, like when we get private lobbies, and see if we want to do any changes. Yeah, there. And and the only reason why I brought up the stats thing is because as a organization owner for a team like this, like I can't always judge how good a person is if they're sitting at top one in the world, you know, with a character. Top one game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, and so it's yeah. like. If I had kill death ratio or a win ratio, or like I know some games, um, they show you like how many times you left a game and stuff like that, and that means a lot to me. That means how temperamental you're going to be and how much you're actually going to stick around to to play with a team when things aren't always going the the right way, you know. And so I think of things like that. Unlike some people, like yeah, I got top five here, top two, and I'm just like that's fine. But it's like the people that are on my team, like they're just good <laughs> like they're just good at the game like you're bringing these people in that I, I played against them and it's just like we just i just need stats and like so now we're just going off of where they're at in the world and then we have to play with them now and if they're show any type of thing like the biggest thing havoc is against is toxic stuff so if they cuss too much while playing with me they don't talk enough um they're rude to people anything like that i don't care how good yeah, you, you want to like game. the people you're playing yeah. with yeah, for sure. And so yeah. they can be it's, the best in the world. Team. Yeah, they can be the best in the world. I've I've even seen people that are really good at the game, but they're really toxic people. And I'm just like, sorry, that's just not not your place. Like, I'll go ahead and lose against you every single time, and they can deal with you. It is a game. You wanna you wanna have fun. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of it, right? So I and I, I like that. I like that um, people are are having fun. That's why we make games. <laughs> so so yeah, you don't you don't think so, that. Uh, pushing these private lobbies will will ruin the the mainframes player base where people might have to be forced to play more bots at some point in times during a day that people are actually testing itself in uh, private lobbies like 
when like no, I don't think so. so like when population one drop uh, lobbies like it would it would take us forever to just get a natural game it kind of fixed its natural order again but it's just something exciting that people can go in there and really say take your team in there and understand the whole map like you don't even sometimes i know for a fact like when private lobbies happen i'm there's gonna be a couple of us and like my team captain we're probably gonna go in there and just walk around and talk about everything you know and just see what we can do um with that and that's what it's about you can do what you want in it and um you know i think there's there's no problem with that we um you get in there you check it out you do your thing so um but uh good yeah no, no, that was it. Go ahead. Um, so, do you are you allowed to tell me um, the server length? An hour, probably. Server length? Yeah. What do you mean? Like uh, every turn, every server times out um, to keep things clean on your end. So, like, are you gonna have a timed out server? Uh, they don't time out. Oh, really? <laughs> we run server. Yeah, no, they they um, servers. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what you mean in that. So like, we get people into the game. Um, if there's, uh, if the teams are too imba- um, unbalanced, we will actually rematch. Make is. I'm talking about private lobbies. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. can play. The, I mean, the, the the game will still end. There's there's time limits on on all the modes. Um, so that will end. But uh, but yeah. Otherwise, the the server itself is is just. And you can keep creating them. Um, yeah. So, I because like like say like uh, most games that I've ever played that have private lobbies, they give you an hour to say hey, um, this is open to you. But the more time you're in it, sometimes things start to crumble up because either something gets spammed no, too much. Like uh, no, so, say like in population, if we build too much in the main lobby of the server, it'll crash everything. Well, yeah. No, it shouldn't do anything like that in our game. Um, we've been, it's the same architecture we use for, for regular games, so you shouldn't see anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah. But we, sh- we should probably wrap up Yeah, soon. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no. Know we've, uh, we've had a lot. I'm absolutely uh, super excited about, um, you know, showing more in a couple of days. And, um, Matt, I'm really glad we got on this show. So, I, thank you. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Time. I told you if you, if you, if you don't tell me something, I will go on forever. I usually don't like to go over an hour and I kept on <laughs> yeah, looking I at would it. Too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, keep up the good work. I like, you know, you guys are probably the most active devs when it comes to fixing problem stuff. And this new update, you know, I already feel like it's going to blow me out of the water. So, um, great job on the game and I can't wait to compete more in it. And, Hopefully you guys like my video I'm about to be making and putting out tonight. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the, the community events are super fun. Um, and, yeah, I want to play with people uh, on live servers once, you, once this drops. So awesome. really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, does, does it ever bug you if a player beats you as a, as a creator of the game? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. That's the best. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good one. Have a good night and uh, have a good week. All right, thank you. Bye.